2030, 85% of the jobs have not yet been created. That is just a mere seven years from now. The way to think about it, this is just seven years from now, if you have 10 jobs, over eight of them have not been created yet. These eight jobs are not yet in existence. That is a crazy statistic. But how would we be able to cope with these new jobs? One way would be to keep learning, keep developing your lifelong learning skills. I will give a personal example. The company I currently work for was not founded when I started high school. So currently the work I do, most of it is not something I've learned while in, in college. I would say up to 80% of what I do is something I've learned recently. Some of it I'm learning right now while I'm in the position itself. All of this is possible. And I think even in 2030, it will be possible through having developed lifelong learning skills. This is Expectations Defined, a space to get tips, get advice, get a different perspective to enable you to get ahead. All of which is drawn from my experiences growing up in the Gambia, to getting a PhD from one of the world's top universities, and working in corporate America for Fortune 500 companies. I am Dr. Usman Mahmoud. I am a black immigrant Muslim scientist living in the United States. In this episode, I will talk about the power of lifelong learning and how it has helped me. I will also talk about how to develop your lifelong learning skills. And I will have some action items to follow up on. Let's start with this statistic. In 2030, 85% of the jobs have not yet been created. That is just a mere seven years from now. The way to think about it, this is just seven years from now. If you have 10 jobs, over eight of them have not been created yet. These eight jobs are not yet in existence. That is a crazy statistic. But how would we be able to cope with these new jobs? One way would be to keep learning, keep developing your lifelong learning skills. I will give a personal example. The company I currently work for was not founded when I started high school. So currently the work I do, most of it is not something I've learned while in, in college. I would say up to 80% of what I do is something I've learned recently. Some of it I'm learning right now while I'm in the position itself. All of this is possible. And I think even in 2030, it will be possible through having developed lifelong learning skills. For me, I would say this is one of the most important success habits that I've picked up during my career so far. I have a PhD, but I have to continue learning to increase my knowledge, to learn new information and ideas. And increasing my knowledge helps me because in the job I am in, like I said, 80% of the job involves me continuously learning. I'm continuously being exposed to different fields, different areas that I have to get up to speed with. During my PhD itself, I developed these lifelong learning skills. These skills helped me become an effective learner. I was able to learn new areas, genetics, genomics, bioinformatics, and other multidisciplinary areas. But I have to say, I have always been open to learning. As a child, I was very curious. And I think this is manifesting itself right now where I'm always open to learning consistently. Learning has enabled me to pick up complex, innovative, and cutting-edge skills that I'm using in my current job. Learning can help with career advancement. With being open to learning, you can upskill quickly and progress in careers. And this is evident in my own career. I am at the intersection of AI, machine learning, NLP. But then these were not 
areas that I was exposed to during my educational career, I had to learn while on the job. Learning does help with development of overall skills. In the previous episodes around reading and writing, I did mention that I took courses. Taking up these courses is a form of learning, and I was able to improve those skills. So my learning skill helped me improve my other skills. The other power of learning for me is that personal um, fulfillment. Right? I have a PhD, and being able to achieve that milestone gave me that sense of purpose and satisfaction. But even beyond the PhD or even before the PhD, I've been engaged in consistently and continuously learning. And every time I learn, I do have that personal fulfillment. Just recently, I did a couple of courses around data science, around AI. Being able to learn about these new areas provided that personal fulfillment. And being able to learn, for me, has led to making better decisions, both in my career, in my personal life. Because when I learn, I have a well-rounded knowledge of whatever area I need help with making this decision. I would say learning does improve my problem-solving and decision-making skills. And when I face new environments, new circumstances, from my current job to being in graduate school to being in undergrad where I immigrated from the Gambia and I started my undergrad, learning helped me improve adaptation to these new environments. In a changing world, in 2030, you want to be able to adapt and learning Continuously learning, lifelong learning will help you adapt to the changing environment. Another part of learning for me is it keeps me sharp cognitively and increases my confidence. I mean, on a personal note, even my religion, I'm a Muslim, my religion encourages lifelong learning. The learning never stops. It has to continue. How do you develop lifelong learning skills? Like I said, even with the PhD, the learning has to continue. I have to keep learning, keep upskilling to um, stay relevant in this changing world. The first tip here is I have to identify areas that I need to upskill and focus on these areas. So when I came out of graduate school, my foundations in life sciences was pretty strong, but I found that there were some new fields I needed to learn about. AI and ML, I mentioned that. Precision medicine was one area. And the role I'm in is client-facing, so I had to understand how to interact with different clients, different stakeholders. These were all areas I had to upskill in. So definitely identify in an area you need to upskill and focus on those areas. Then explore different diverse resources. There are so many courses online, so many free events that you can attend, even paid events you can attend. Some of these events are virtual. Depends on your area. There's YouTube. YouTube has a wealth of information. You can just use Google and just Google the area you want to upskill in and go from there. Be adaptable in the ways you learn. So different people learn in different ways. You can complement the traditional methods with imagined ones. And the traditional method would be here sitting in a class taking a course. But nowadays you can learn on the go. There's LinkedIn Learning, for example, where there are courses all loaded. You just play the video and go from there. One other tip I would give is when you are out of school, you don't have that structure anymore when it comes to learning. So you want to create that structure to enable continuous lifelong learning. One way to do that is you can schedule trainings in your calendar or you can schedule when to learn, when to take up a learning activity on your calendar. It could be a weekly activity, it could be a monthly activity, it could be a few hours a day. It depends on you, what you want to achieve and you can space it out. And with time, you'll be able to learn and upskill in your new area. Be curious, that's a good tip. I was always curious, like I said, as a child. Ask questions. You don't have to learn only through conventional means. You can learn through one-on-one. You can learn from a mentor or a professional that is well-versed in the area you are interested in. 
when you ask questions, you will be able to seek answers. Don't be afraid when you are asking questions and being curious. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't feel too big or too proud. The culture I come from does sometimes encourage feeling too big or too proud, but you can definitely bring yourself to a level where you can ask questions and not feel like you're too big to ask a question. I have a PhD and I still ask the most basic questions because I want to understand the field. If I see someone that has that knowledge, I am going to ask you the question. I don't care whether you have a PhD or not, or you have undergrad or not. If I know you have the knowledge, I'm going to ask you the question. And for me, the benefit is when I'm giving the answers, I'm able to learn from those answers. So don't feel too big or too proud to ask questions. Another tip is to surround yourself with knowledgeable people in areas that you are interested in. By being able to surround yourself with knowledgeable people, you can learn from their experiences and gain from their insights. One way to do this is in your network. Build in people that have experience or expertise in areas you are interested in. And I have talked about networking in the very first episode of my podcast. So I would encourage you to go and listen to that one if you haven't listened to that episode to get more info about networking and how to build a network. While learning, you will face so many challenges, especially if you are learning a new area that is not familiar. And the only way to overcome these challenges is to stay motivated, find that inspiration, find that passion around what interests you, and that will take you through to be able to achieve the goal that you want to achieve in your learning activity. To end the podcast, I would challenge you as an action item to follow up on, to complete a learning activity around your area of interest within the next week, the next month, or the next year. It could be you can take a course. There are so many. You don't have to go physically to a university or college or a classroom. You can take it online. Attend an event where you can learn about something that interests you. And this event can be online. There are so many virtual events. Seek out a mentor, a person that has expertise in an area you are interested in, and ask them questions, learn from them. Collaborate with someone else. You might have someone that wants to learn just like you in a specific area. You too can collaborate and share that learning experience together. Volunteer to learn a skill. You can volunteer your time. For example, you want to build a website. There are organizations that build websites for non-profits. You can volunteer your time to help build a website. In the process, you learn and know how to build a website. It is up to your area of interest, but there are so many volunteer opportunities out there where you can come in, you have a skill that you want to learn, then when you volunteer, you can learn the skill. Join a group, organization, or association around areas that interest you and areas that you want to learn. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.